Welcome to day one of Podmas for the Autism Mommy Podcast. This is your host, Steffi Kiss. Every day up until Christmas, I will be providing you with a mini episode that'll give you a sneak peek of topics you can hear on the upcoming Autism Mommy Podcast, which is not your typical autism podcast. Today, we will be discussing self-care for moms. As I've mentioned before, it is literally impossible to pour from an empty cup. As a mother, the matriarch of the family, you are the head of the household. Even if you're married, have a partner, you are still head of household. You can split that role. Your kids are looking to you to lead, to provide, to nurture. And there are no ways you can do that if you are not taking care of yourself first and foremost. That's why it's very important to have a self-care routine, something that you can do either once a week, once every two weeks, once a month. Take some time out and take care of yourself as an autism mom, as just a mom of a 12-year-old. So I've been at this for 12 years. I know for a fact that my child is at his best when I am at my best. If I am low, if I am down, if I'm just not feeling myself, I can't provide him with everything I know I can give him because I'm not there. I'm at a 30 and I need to be at a hundred so I can give him everything that he needs. So I just wanted to give you a couple of tips today on how you can focus on your self-care and what that may look like for you. First and foremost, you know, I have a podcast called Do I Look Fat? And it focused on body positivity, self-acceptance and self-care as well. And one of the big things that I was an advocate and still am an advocate for is Focus on getting physical and moving your body. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to be a fitness guru. That doesn't mean that you have to work out four, five, six times a week. That doesn't mean that you have to run a triathlon or even a 5K or that you have to run, period. Fitness is different for every body. And that's literally every body is different. And if you just don't have the time, if you just don't have the resources to, let's say, go to the gym, run around your block, because sometimes that's not safe, things like that, there are other things you can do in your house for free and that are quick. And I'm not going to say easy because that's not the goal. We don't want it to be easy. We want you to move your body and challenge yourself in different ways, right? One of the things I did starting with the pandemic when I couldn't go to the gym, when Ethan was with me 24-7, is I would do easy morning yoga flows to just move my body. That helps with stretching. And, you know, I'm 36 years old, so things aren't moving the way they used to move. My back hurts. My legs hurt. My knees hurt. And a yoga flow, an easy beginner level morning yoga full body flow, however, all of these keywords you could just type into YouTube are things that can help you strengthen your body because a lot of these moves use your body weight, right? And I don't know about you, but me holding up my body weight is not easy, okay? So these are workouts that can really help you. They can really get your blood pumping. They can be low impact. 
you won't make a lot of noise if you have if you do it in the morning before anybody wakes up. Let's say you set your alarm 30 minutes earlier every day or three times a week to just get your blood flowing. You can put pop in your headphones, get a yoga mat and just do these body exercises in your living room, in your bedroom, in the kitchen, wherever there's space for you to do these things, you can get it done. Like I said, they are low impact. You won't make a lot of noise. They are free on YouTube. There are so many resources on YouTube. I will link a couple of them down in the description um, just to show you the ones that I do. And it can only take about 10 to 20 minutes a day. If that's all you can dedicate out of your busy life, your busy schedule, then that's fine. You don't have to be there for an hour, 45 minutes doing a yoga flow in order to get the benefits of it. I promise you. Another tip would be to give your brain a boost. I personally love to color. It helps you relax while also training your brain to focus. I have a problem where literally my brain is going a thousand miles a minute in all different types of directions. I'm thinking about Ethan. I'm thinking about me. I'm thinking about his schooling and his therapies. I'm thinking about my health and my fitness and my and my weight and my money and my job and my family and Ethan's dad and our co-parenting situation and how I'm going to make money and this podcast and all these things are running through my head day in and day out and sometimes I just need to block them out. And what coloring does for me, it makes me focus on the task at hand. What color do I want to do next? What am I trying to convey with all of these colors? I like to use a lot of different colors while I'm actually coloring. I don't I can't explain how it just relaxes me, right? Another thing to do to help, you know, give your brain a boost is journaling. Just writing. When was the last time that you wrote something that wasn't like job related? And even at work, a lot of people don't even write at work. Writing, it also help, makes you focus. Like your brain literally has to think about what is writing on that paper. It, it cannot think about 50 million things. It just cannot because the words are just not going to come out right. Have you ever written something and you're thinking about something else and you write the word that you were thinking about but not what you were supposed to write? No? Just me? Because that happens to me all the time. I have to focus on what I'm writing. Journaling also helps you release and dump anything that you need to get off your chest, right? I say this all the time. I live with a son who is limited verbal, right? I don't want to say he's nonverbal. He has some limitations with communication, which we are working on. But right now, we don't have conversations. That's not a thing that occurs in my house. I I have said this before that when I'm not podcasting, if I need to get something off my chest, <laughs> I'll jump on Instagram and do a story real quick because the longer you hold something in, the heavier it becomes. Now, I know a lot of people aren't comfortable going on their Instagram and just letting things out and ranting and all that. Get a journal, write it down. And when it's gone, if you don't want to hold on to those things, take the paper and rip it up. Rip it up. That is just something that it, it, it helps you feel better. It helps you release what's going on, what you're holding on to, right? Another thing journaling can help you with is accomplishing your goals and your ambitions, right? 
If you write them down, you can make a plan on how to execute these things. I love to do that. Now, do I always follow said plan that I worked on for like an hour on a Sunday night while I'm watching Housewives? No, probably not. It just gives me the confidence to know that, you know what, Stephanie? It is easy for you to come up with a plan. You can come up with a plan. There's no problem that you have at the moment that you cannot come up with a plan to help you get through. Another tip, obviously, is pamper yourself. Now, when people think of pampering themselves, automatically they go to like nails done, hair done, everything did, right? Which is great. If that's what pampering looks like for you, that's great. Maybe it's a facial or like a face mask that you can have on, you know, while you're just relaxing. Maybe it's a shopping spree for yourself. Maybe you just go to like Five Below and 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 buy a couple of things for $5, you know? Or even sitting in your clean living room with a glass of wine or a blunt in hand while your favorite candle is lit and your guilty pleasure is on TV. You just have to think about what makes you happy and how you can set aside time at least once a week, once every two weeks, or even once a month to make it happen. I know we're all busy. I know we all have different responsibilities, different things going on in life, but it's always good to set aside time for yourself. And this is on top of getting physical. I feel like working out or get doing some type of movement, going for a walk, doing yoga, going to the gym once a week if that's something that you can do, going to the gym twice, three times a week. Whatever movement looks like for you, dancing, you can turn on some music for 30 minutes, 20 minutes and just dance around. Maybe while you're cleaning, take the broom and and use it as your dance partner. I don't know. Move your body. I feel like everyone should move their body at least four times a week. And I like I said, you don't have to be a fitness guru, but just move your body. As moms, we always put others first. Family, work, friends, the same energy you give those things, you have to give to yourself as well. Speaking of friends, make time for your friends, okay? It is very important to cultivate outside relationships from your family, your partner, your children, okay? You were a person, you were an individual before you were a mother, That's very important. It's very, very important not to lose yourself. Make time for your friends. Make time to talk about things other than maybe being a mom, you know? And it doesn't always have to be in person, even though in person is the best. You know, you can go out for coffee, breakfast, go for a stroll, go for happy hour drinks, you know, once a month or whatever have you. But you can also, in this day and age, do something like a FaceTime call or a Zoom call with your friends. I recently moved to Florida away from all of my friends. All of my friends are still up north. And I have been FaceTiming my friends more and more often, sometimes while I'm cooking dinner. You know, as mothers, we are queens of multitasking. So while I'm making dinner, I'm FaceTiming my friend. I'm talking to her. I'm walking around and She's probably making dinner as well. And 
it's it's just it's a release. It's a relief and a time where you can set aside for yourself. Thank you for tuning into today's episode, day one of Podmas, and to come back tomorrow as we talk about being a single mom. Always remember, bitch, you doing a good job, bitch, you doing a good job, bitch, you doing a good job, bitch, you doing a good job.